0: Ten, nine, ignition sequence start, six, five, four, three, two, one. The Treehouse of Liberty podcast is hosted by Jason Fornwald and comes to you from the bright red corner of the bright blue state of Maryland. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Treehouse of Liberty podcast. I am your host, Jason Fornwald, and thank you ever so much for joining me again. Jumping right into things here, of course, the impeachment trial is going on in the Senate. And right from the get-go, of course, we have Democrats whining about rules and witnesses and everything else they possibly can to take away from the fact that they have absolutely no credible evidence of a crime committed by the president whatsoever. Um, I guess they kind of tended to forget that they didn't allow Republicans to call any fact witnesses in the House, um, and that the whistleblower, the person is allegedly responsible for the beginning of all of this, did not even testify. Adam Schiff had said on a number of news outlets um, that the whistleblower was going to testify and that it was going to be soon. And, of course, he failed to allow that to happen. There's one very simple reason for that, folks. The whistleblower doesn't exist. Plain and simple, there is no whistleblower. Democrats have been unable to produce anyone with firsthand knowledge of what happened on that phone call. They've been unable to produce anyone that has firsthand knowledge of any crime committed by the president of the United States. Even the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, who Trump was talking to, said that there was no quid pro quo and I felt no pressure. That's game, set and match right there when the alleged victim of a crime says that there was no crime, guess what? You're done. Pack up and go home. The Democrats aren't smart enough to do that. You know, Adam Schiff doesn't even allow the person accusing the president, the entire basis for this impeachment, to testify. And then Democrats are going to complain about rules and witnesses in the Senate? Are you freaking kidding me? Are you absolutely kidding me? That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. And Chuck Schumer coming out saying that, oh, we've all taken a oath to do fair and impartial justice. Really? Really? Where were you being fair and impartial when Republicans were getting absolutely screwed in the House? And then you're going to turn around and demand the same things that Republicans didn't get? And that's fair and impartial justice, Chucky. That's fair and impartial justice. You don't know the definition of fair or impartial or justice. It really is that simple. You've been nothing but a leech Just causing havoc in the Senate for as long as you've been around. Feels like it's been 150 years. I mean, this guy has been a thorn in the side of progress from the day he set foot in the Senate. And again, he knows absolutely nothing about justice. In no way is he fighting for justice. In no way is he trying to see through any sort of justice. And it just absolutely disgusts me that Adam Schiff is allowed to get away with the things that he does. If he was a Republican, he would have literally been strung up in the public square live on CNN by now. Literally. This guy has literally lied about absolutely everything. He said the whistleblower was going to testify. The whistleblower didn't testify. He claims to have seen evidence that proves Trump colluded with Russia. He hasn't produced any of that. He's had more than ample time. And if he has seen it, Robert Mueller didn't find it. And the reason for that, the reason he hasn't produced it, is just like the damn whistleblower, it doesn't exist. He is a bald-faced, ridiculous, absolute liar. And in the Senate, he's going to become a perjurer, and I can't wait for it to happen, and he needs to go to prison. He wasn't sworn in in the House when he read his completely and utterly false account of Trump's phone call with Zelensky into the record. Unfortunately, members of committees don't have to be sworn in. Well, guess what, Slappy? When you're a House manager, you do. Say the same shit, please. Say the same thing. Because he will go to prison. And I will be first in line to go visit him, too. I promise you I will. No whistleblower. No Russia evidence. Read a completely false state statement of the president's phone call with Zelensky into the record. And today... When the House managers finally start making their case today, Adam Schiff says, and I quote, we can't trust the ballot box. Can you believe this nightmare is happening in the United States of America? Here is someone who, like me twice in my life, is sworn to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and he doesn't trust our elections. He doesn't want our elections. He doesn't want us to have our say. They want to be able to appoint a Democrat king without involving us in the process at all. Why the hell do you think they're trying to get rid of the the electoral college? They want to be able to go to Los Angeles and, and Chicago and New York City and maybe two or three other places and get that pile of Democrat votes and ignore everybody else and appoint their freaking king. Or queen, I guess. Because you know Nancy Pelosi wants to impeach Trump and remove him, wants to impeach Pence and remove him. And the sole and total purpose? Guess who's number three? If they're both impeached and removed, guess who becomes Queen of the United States. It's the most ridiculous thing I have ever experienced in my life. It is a flat-out coup. It has always been a coup. There is no evidence. There's never been any evidence. Every single thing that Democrats have brought against the President of the United States has been proven to be utterly and completely false. And you're damn right I'm pissed off. Russia. False. Ukraine, we have the transcript. What they say is false. Stormy Daniels, case thrown out of court. She's ordered to pay the president's court costs. False. Everything they brought is false. They have these dirtbags like Maxine Waters, who before the president even took office, before the inauguration even took place, at page 45, at page 45, You know, that's that's the position these people are coming from. We kicked their ass. We stunned them in the most shocking and colossal political upset in the history of the planet Earth. And they can't take it. I got news for them. They're going to lose again. They're going to lose in the Senate. They're going to lose in 2020. God help them if they continue down this road. Because eventually... Those of us that took that oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States against all our enemies, foreign and domestic, they're going to lose to us. So as long as we're talking about slime balls like Adam Schiff, let's move on to another one, Nancy Pelosi. This woman is by far the worst actress in the history of thespianism. And yes, I said thespianism. We don't need to add another letter to LGBTQXYZ+, or anything else. Thespianism is acting. She acted like, at the beginning of this, she wanted nothing to do with impeachment. She avoided it at all costs. She said that they were never going to do it, that this wasn't even an option, that it's not going to happen. She was going to avoid it no matter what. And then we started to see a little bit of the truth start to come out. She said, "Well, we might impeach, but if we do, it has to be bipartisan. It can't be one party, you know, it can't be politically motivated. It has to be bipartisan." Well, the only thing that was bipartisan about impeachment was the three Democrats that abandoned their party to side with Republicans and vote against. One of them even left his party He left the Democrat Party because he realized what they were doing was so completely ridiculous. He's a Republican now. Because of this crap. Because he sees through the crap. Because he knows what Pelosi's end goal, becoming queen of the United States, is. I mean, I, I just can't even explain how angry I am with all of this. You know... If the President of the United States had given $150 billion to the world's leading sponsor of terrorism, you know what? I'd get on board. I would impeach. If Trump had done that, I would be calling for his head. Of course, Obama actually did that and Democrats don't care. Please don't pretend it's about this country. Please don't pretend it's about the Constitution. It absolutely is not. It is about destroying a man who has arguably been the most successful president of our lifetime. The economy is the best that it's been in 50 years. The markets are better than they have been in the history of the United States. If you're black, Asian, Hispanic, youth, disabled, you know, any of those groups— your unemployment is the lowest it has ever been in the history of the United States. We've got a million more jobs than people to fill them. <clears throat> Pardon me. Donald Trump has brought back 500,000 manufacturing jobs. In his first three years, Barack Obama lost 300,000, said they're never coming back, and asked what kind of magic wand do you have if you think they can be brought back. Thank you for the compliment, Mr. President. I must have voted for a magic wand. I mean, these people are voting against American prosperity. And not just white, middle class, male prosperity. Against everyone's prosperity. All those groups they pretend to care about. Blacks, Asians, Hispanics, women, Youth. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. And then these dumb sons of bitches stand on the stage during their debates and say, well, this economy isn't working for everybody. Really? Tell me who it's not working for. Because every group is experiencing the best prosperity in their history, except for white men. And we can live with that. We're doing pretty well, too. Who is it not working for? Who is this economy not working for? I guess Democrats that are spending millions of dollars on campaign ads and aren't going to get a damn thing out of them when they get their ass kicked again in 2020. But anyway, Pelosi said uh, impeachment had to be bipartisan. And again, the only bipartisanship was Democrats jumping to vote with Republicans – and one Democrat leaving the party altogether because this is such a crock of garbage. And then she said, oh, we have to impeach. The president has done so much damage to the Constitution that it's our solemn obligation. We have to do this. We don't want to. I'm on the verge of tears. It's such a solemn and sad and awful occasion. We hate to have to do this. It's so horrible that the burden falls to us, but it's an absolute necessity. And she follows that up by basically laughing as she's signing the order to send the articles of impeachment over to the Senate with 25 souvenir pens and posing for pictures. That seems really damn solemn. You know, I, I haven't been to a lot of funerals in my lifetime, which I guess is a good thing. But when I've signed the condolence book, you know, I've only used one pen. I haven't used 25 and passed them out in celebration to people there that are mourning the dead person. I haven't posed for pictures in front of the coffin. I haven't laughed and joked and turned it into a good time. Maybe I understand what the words solemn and sad and respectful actually mean. Again worst actor in the history of the world democrats can't be honest about anything nothing impeachment russia stormy ukraine none of that have they been honest about and it really leads me to the point where i think if you still support this sham then you're willfully stupid and that's the worst kind of stupid. If you have the opportunity to be educated and you choose not to avail yourself of it, you're a willful idiot. You know, if you just don't have the mental capacity to, to wrap your brain around what's happening here. And some people don't. Some people aren't interested. You know, I, I can, to some extent... To some extent, understand that. Not everybody cares about politics as much as I do. You know, and I think I'm a reasonably intelligent guy. I don't think I'm by any means a rocket scientist. But I'm reasonably intelligent. And I'm able to look at history and I'm able to look at current events and put together some understanding of what's taking place now. And I'm happy to share that with anybody that will listen. But if you just choose to believe this absolute sham designed to overturn your vote, overturn the federal government, overturn an election, overturn a presidency, destroy our Constitution, destroy the way we pick our leaders, destroy our way of life, disenfranchise the 62 million of us that voted for President Trump forever, And I better not ever hear a Democrat talk about voter disenfranchisement ever again. Republicans have never done anything of this sort. Not one time. You say, oh, what about Bill Clinton? Bill Clinton was a perjurer. Bill Clinton committed a felony that everybody who watched saw live on television. I watched that man commit a felony. That's a high crime and misdemeanor. That's why he was disbarred by the state of Arkansas. He should have been removed. You can't have a president out there committing felonies. And actually, Ken Starr came up with 13 different charges against Bill Clinton, none of which were pursued. It's just such a ridiculous double standard. It really is. It's such a ridiculous double standard. And we can't stand for it. And if one more time I hear Schiff or Pelosi or Nadler or Maxine Waters or anybody, Chuck Schumer, anyone on the left side of the aisle talk about how they speak for the American people, they're doing this for the American people, when I hear that, I literally want to vomit. Nothing could possibly be more ridiculous. All of those people, be it Pelosi, be it Schiff, be it Waters, be it Schumer, be it anybody else, were elected by their tiny little district, a little part of their state. You know who was elected by the American people? All of us? Donald John Trump. That is the voice of the American people. Furthermore, On the first day of the Senate trial, 51% of all Americans, not Republicans, 51% of all Americans want Donald Trump to remain in office. Hmm. A majority of the who? That's right. The American people. These Democrats don't speak for anybody. They don't speak for literally any majority in this country. Not one. And it makes me absolutely sick that they continue to say that they do. These people want to overturn the Constitution, folks. They want to take away your right to vote. Adam Schiff said it. He came right out and said it. He thinks you're an idiot. He thinks you're not capable of picking your own leaders. He he is disgusted by you. He thinks you're a smelly, Walmart, deplorable gun and Bible toter. Because God forbid somebody actually care about their First Amendment rights. Democrats sure as hell don't. They don't want you to speak. They don't want you to vote. They don't want you to be able to protect your rights with the Second Amendment right to protect yourself against unreasonable search and seizure, guaranteed by the Fourth Amendment. They don't want that. And yet, they're the ones that represent the American people. I mean, it's like, do they believe their own delusions? I mean, is is it clinical... Is it a clinical delusion? Are they all legitimately sick? because nothing they say is true and an even halfway intelligent person knows it's not true if I know it's not true how does the speaker of the house third in charge in the United States of America not know that none of this is true they do know it's a delusion liberalism truly is a mental freaking illness I mean everything they say is false Oh, yeah, remember when they, uh, Trump blew up Soleimani a couple weeks ago? What did Democrats tell us then? Oh, we're going into World War III. It's another endless war. There's going to be a draft. What happened there? Nothing. That's what happened. Exactly the way I called it the day it was announced. How in the hell do I know more than all of the Democrats in Washington combined? There's no excuse for that. They've got ten times the resources I do to actually become educated about what's going on in this world and in this country. And they don't. Willful stupid. Speaking of willful stupid, (laughs) let's, let's just keep on going. How about Ralph Northam, governor of Virginia wants to do away with the 4th amendment, be able to go to people's houses, seize their guns, which of course does away with the 2nd amendment as well. And so, what do good, law-abiding conservatives do? They decide to ex- exercise their 1st amendment right and gather in protest. Northam declares a state of emergency ahead of this protest. Now, to my knowledge, Northam's never declared a state of emergency when Black Lives Matter is holding a rally. Northam's never declared a state of emergency when people who kill babies want to have a rally. But all of a sudden, you know, conservatives want to come out and stand up for their constitutional rights, and we have a state of emergency. He's just another part of the Democrat police state that I've talked about a hundred times. You know, from the FBI trying to pick the president of the United States, saying that he wouldn't be elected, no, we'll stop it. And if we don't stop it, then we've got an insurance policy. An FBI that knew the Clinton paid for dossier was Russian disinformation, You know, Northam just throws his hat into the ring. You know, I want to be Gestapo too, guys. Can I play too? So, let me tell you what all the extra police officers faced during this horrible state of emergency in the Virginia capital of Richmond. 22,000 people, 16,000 of them armed, many of them Carrying what Democrats call military-style rifles. I call them Second Amendment rifles. Not one single act of violence. Not one. Not one. Nobody shot. Nobody even punched. Nothing looted or broken or damaged or destroyed or set on fire. Like you see with liberal groups like Black Lives Matter... In fact, the accounts of what happened that day said that the Second Amendment protesters left the areas even cleaner than when they got there. They picked up their trash and the trash that was there when they got there. (laughs) And for that, there's a state of emergency called. We need to call our own state of emergency, ladies and gentlemen. Our constitutional rights are, have never been more drastically threatened than they are by the modern Democrat Party. And to be perfectly honest with you, I am waiting for the day when someone with the authority to do so calls Democrats domestic enemies of the United States Constitution. As I've said, I took that oath twice to protect those documents – Against such people. My oath doesn't expire. It never will. And all I need is the authority to stop this. That's where the state of emergency needs to be called. Because I know I'm not alone in my anger and my sadness over what is taking place right now. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to go to D.C. and start shooting up the place. I won't commit any act of violence. I value my freedom too much. But do I want to see the people that are attempting to shred our Constitution and our way of life strung up for the crime of treason as they deserve? You bet your ass I do. I would be embarrassed. I would be flat out embarrassed to talk to any of our founders right now. Tell them what's happening. And tell them that there isn't an uprising to crush this coup. I can only hope that ultimately justice prevails. And that when we leave this earth, if there's an afterlife, if we have the opportunity to meet people that have come before us, that real men, real American patriots like Thomas Jefferson and George Washington will spit in our eyes. I feel like that's what we deserve. And if we allow this to happen, if we allow this to continue, and certainly if we allow this to succeed, that will be what we deserve. And so that's going to do it for another episode of the Treehouse of Liberty podcast. I'm sorry, folks. I really am. You know, I I try to keep myself as under control as I can when I'm doing the show. I feel like I need to respect you guys enough to do that, and obviously I didn't do that today. But I hope you can understand why, and I hope you can understand where I'm coming from. And I apologize to you anyway. Um, I probably need to be more professional when I'm doing this. But I'm just at the end of the rope. I'm at the end of the rope. And I tied a knot, and I've been hanging on for too damn long. And my fingers are slipping. I love this country too damn much to sit by and put up with this shit. And I know you do, too. And maybe, I'll tell you what... Pardon me. For next week's show, why don't you guys give me an idea of how you are dealing with the anger and the frustration of watching all these things take place, knowing that they're totally bogus. Why don't you give me some uh, coping tips that you guys use to not get totally carried away with this very important stuff. And as always, anything else that you want to talk about is certainly welcome as well a number of ways you can reach me. You can reach me on Twitter at Treehouse1776. At Treehouse1776. You can send me a message to my personal Facebook page, Jason Fornwalt. My last name is F is in Frank, O-R-N as in Nancy, W-A-L-T as in Tom. You can also reach us on the Treehouse of Liberty Facebook page. Um, send a message to any of those locations. If you would, whenever you message me, please just include listener commentary in the subject line or in the first part of your message. I would love to hear from you guys. Again, as I tell you all the time, this is not my show. This is our show. And let's band together, make it the best that it can be, and in turn, try to make the country the best that it can be as well. Take care. Love you guys. Talk to you next time.